0: MyMac Podcast number 27. The next generation of radio, it's the MyMac.com Podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. Hi, I'm Chad Perry. I'm Tim Robertson. And this is the MyMac Podcast. Uh, I want
1: to make a big announcement right off the front. Uh, Right off the front. How about right up? Front. Right up front. Right up front. Sounds a little better. Uh, we are partnering up for all of our news during our MyMac.com podcast with MacMinute.com.
0: Yes, MacMinute brings you the up-to-the-minute Mac news, and if you don't believe me, check out their site a couple times a day.
1: Yeah, it's at MacMinute.com, surprisingly enough, Yep. Um, in exchange for us going through them exclusively, they're actually going to put links up on their site when our new podcast comes out. Excellent. So it's not like they're paying us to do this and we're not paying them to link to us. It's just, you know what, I use MacMinute all the time anyways. Yep. I know Stan Flack, um, not personally, I've never actually met him in person, but uh, we've communicated for years now, mm-hmm. and Mac, uh, Stan Flack obviously is the owner of MacMinute.com, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week. And so I I emailed him. I said, hey, you know what? We do some news on our podcast. What if we just promote your site during our, our, you know, when we talk about the news? Mm -hmm. And that's where we get our news from during the podcast. And then you just link to our podcast when it comes out. And he says, cool. So here we are.
0: Great. So um, we also like to uh, thank Adam Curry. If uh, you folks listen to Daily Source Code on May 18th, uh, Adam played our latest promo, which we played for you guys last week on our podcast. That was
1: pretty cool. Um, you know, of course, I didn't know that our promo was going to be playing on the Daily Source Code. I happened to be listening to the Daily Source Code on the 18th for us. That was last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sitting there listening to it, and boom, there's our promo at about not quite halfway, but a little bit past halfway mm-hmm. through. And I thought, wow, hey, there's our promo. And that's a long promo. That's over a
0: two-minute promo. Which we were worried about when we initially did the thing up because we were afraid it would run too long for anyone to play.
1: Yeah, we thought, you know, this is going to be a two-minute promo. Who's going to want to take two minutes out of their own show to play our promo? (laughs) Yeah. So I was really pleased that he did it. I thought it was really cool. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I I uh, I thought that we could... Play his comments about our promo. Oh, that'd be great! Yeah. Right here in our podcast. So we're going to start it uh, a little bit, almost towards the end of our own promo, so you can hear the end of our promo and then what Adam Curry has to say, and then we'll fade out because obviously, um if you want to hear everything that he said, go to uh, the Daily Source Code. Yep, Daily Source Code, and you can listen to it there. But here's what Adam Curry had to say about our promo from last it? week. Okay. Okay. No, seriously, this isn't a movie trailer. Okay. You know what, I just don't think you're going to be right for this.
0: Yeah, I gotta agree. Sorry, dude, we don't want our podcast promo to sound like some movie trailer or something.
1: So, you know what this means, right? I'm fired. Yeah, afraid so. Okay, Chad, let's just roll the intro to our podcast.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. There's nothing pretentious about that, at least. Dude, that's not our intro music. Jack! The next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Jack, we're playing the Rocky theme song. This is not a movie trailer. Stop it. No, I like it in here. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios. It's your host Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. Well, so much for our promo. Thank God it was only a promo. Oh, man.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> love that I think that was um, that was originally uh, parts of was it uh, jerry seinfeld 's Movie, I think, comedian, or something like that, and they cut it up very good, excellent, and yet all these um, computer podcasts are, are not just for people who use computers or Macintosh in this case, but I think it would be great for computer manufacturers and for software developers to listen to because basically here 's your audience you know telling you about what you like and what they don 't like, and in fact i 've seen it myself as i 've been using uh, Megaseg for putting the uh, pod show on the Sirius together. The um, Megaseg is...
0: Uh and that was Adam Curry from the Daily Source Code talking about our latest promo for the MyMac podcast. Uh, thanks a lot, Adam, for the kind words. Uh, we'd like to get into the MyMac.com website. Yeah, talk about some of the latest content as of the time we're recording this podcast.
1: Yep. Uh, one of the really cool things that... This is number three now. It's Neil Monk's dual USB iBook. Uh, basically what he does, is called the Classic Mac Series, and once a week or once every couple of weeks depending on how often he writes them mm-hmm. we post an article about a classic mac and the reason that we de- he decided to write some of these is to draw a little bit more attention to these older macs that mm-hmm. people may or may not be interested in buying right and that also goes along with his ebook which is only 5 bucks and it's called mm-hmm. buying used macs yep just go to mymac.com/ebooks and you can uh, get more information out of that as well as chris Siebold's book um iMovie then, on the cheap,
0: yeah. Yep. And also, we've got a uh, article up there from David Every about uh, the dashboard feature in uh, Tiger. Yeah, he
1: basically says his contention with Tiger, more than anything else, is that it's really bad UI, user interface. Dashboard. Yeah. Dashboard is. Not Tiger, dashboard. Um, although maybe he has some contentions with tiger as well i don't know
0: those may come up in later kind later posts. so <laughs> and
1: uh th- it's starting to get a lot of attention so go up to the com website look for the great big
2: huge
1: uh spotlight no not dashboard spotlight, da- dashboard logo and uh that's david's latest article it's a really good read it makes people think yes it does and heaven it forbid we think too much huh
0: yep and also we have another book review by David Weeks. This is on uh, iPhoto 5, The Missing Manual by Pogue Press.
1: And, and David Weeks is very, very impressed with almost all the books that's come out of Pogue Press so far, The Missing Manuals. And i, I got to be honest, I haven't read one in a long time myself. It's been at least a year. Mm-hmm. But everything, it seems like that uh, that whole publication is really, really good. Mm-hmm. They've got missing manuals for just a ton of different Programs and iPhoto 5. David does a uh, not not an extensive review, but he goes into some of the things that he learned. The top ten things he learned Mm -hmm. by reading this book, and I kind of like that approach to a review. Right, you know what? If you're reviewing a book, well, he used a few wrong letters here, Mm -hmm. or you know, that's not really a review. It's not like doing a review of a hardware or software Mm -hmm. device. It's a book, right? So thus, it's very objective. So Mm -hmm. for David weeks to do his review based around what he learned mm-hmm. from this book. I kind of like that approach.
0: Right, and I think what I liked about the way he handled it is that he, he went at it from, from his perspective, which is more of a high-end user, and looked at what did I learn from this and what's the selling point for this book for someone who is a high-end user. Because for someone who's a power user with iPhoto or any of the, the iLife suite, they may not look at those books and think that they're worth buying. You're right, and in a lot of, in a lot of
1: cases, they are. I, I like the concept of the missing manual because, and, and this is going to be a topic for another podcast. Obviously, mm-hmm. is how a lot of software just doesn't come with a manual anymore. Right. And as a Mac user, obviously, I usually I usually don't look at the manual <laughs> unless it's a product that I'm reviewing. You know, mm-hmm. um, if I start up a program and I can't figure out how to use it, I'll never use it again. Yeah this program sucks man I ain't calling <laughs> the one to figure this out I ain't open some PDF to I can't even figure out how to open a file in this program it's gone it's deleted mm-hmm. it's it's trashed I mean and I think a lot of Mac users are like that If it's too complex within the first five minutes of firing it up on how to get anything done, Mm -hmm. Mac users just throw it away. We're not PC users. We're not going to put up with that crap. (laughs) Make the software. Make it worthwhile. Make it work as easy as it's supposed to. It's a Macintosh. This is the Macintosh platform. You better make your software that we can use and figure out quickly. I'm not talking about all the advanced features, obviously. right? But just to get up and running. If it's too complex just to get up and running without having to look at that manual, it's -hmm. trash. It's gone. Yep. So, uh, you know the the missing manual series of books is is a really good idea because, like you said, what's what am I going to get out of it as a power user? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, though,
0: that The Missing Manual is perfect for newbies. Right. And I hate that term, newbies. It sounds kind of derogatory. No, but I have a couple of David Pogue books, and I've enjoyed uh, all the ones that I've had. And it, they've had a lot of good tips for me, and they're very easy to learn things from. Guy Searle up there on the com
1: website has a couple different blog posts on a lot of the Apple rumors that
0: are going around, so go check that out. Speaking of which... That brings us to our focus section for this for this podcast. And our focus this This podcast, I want to say this week. This week. But it is a weekly podcast, so I can say this week. It's on the, we rate the Mac rumors. Rate the rumors. We're going to uh, get into a couple different Mac rumors,
1: and we're going to rate them, one through ten. One being, there's no way in hell this is happening. Yep. And number ten is, Steve Jobs will come and kill us and slit our throats at night for revealing this information, because it's absolutely true. Mm Mm-hmm. So... That's that's you know, we'll we'll go into it more after our commercial break and after the not Mac News with Chris Seabold. Yep. Which by the way, I changed Chris Seabold's not Mac News music. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's not a real serious segment mm-hmm. of our show. It's I mean, it's serious to us. We love presenting it. Right. But it's it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be not Mac News. It's just made up BS. Yep. And uh you know, the, the other music was kind of that techno hip-hop with that lady uh-huh. going, Yeah, yeah, yeah! I hated that. I got It just started grating in my nerves. Um, and I know you listen to the podcast that we record a day or two later. Yep. I do. I usually listen to it, not usually the night that we record it, mm-hmm. but usually in the car driving um, the 10-year-old to school. Mm-hmm. I listen to it via my iPod and the FM transmitter. And... It takes about 15 minutes to drive her to school and 15 minutes to come home. Mm-hmm. So I can listen to half the podcast on the way to her school and the other half on the way home. Mm-hmm. So I've been hearing this, this music that I put in the front of Chris Seabold's Not Mac News, that na-na-na. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what, I'm just totally tired of it. <laughs> and I wanted to give weight. Mm-hmm. The, uh, a Gravity? A <laughs> gravity to his words. So, without further ado, we're switching this up. We usually go to our sponsor's ad at this moment. Mm -hmm. We're going to switch it. So, first we're going to do the Not Mac News with Chris Seabold. Then we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. And then we'll be right back. And now, Not Mac News with Chris Seabold.
2: The rumor mill is a Twitter these days with speculation that Apple will soon be using Intel chips. Through a highly placed contact codenamed Turtle Not MacNews, News has learned that Intel will be supplying Penny 4 chips in quantity to Apple. However, the chips will not replace the Power PCs found currently in Macs. Rather, the chips from Intel will be used in a new line of computers called the Mac PC. The Mac PC will feature Apple styling but operate using Windows XP. It's expressly designed for consumers who want to look cool enough to use the Mac but are afraid to make the switch. Not Mac News has also learned that Apple is rolling out a massive Mac advertising campaign. The 30-second spots feature a black background highlighting solid-colored people using Macs. The campaign will last for several months and end with the Mac users using the machines while roller skating. Hey, it's working for the iPod. That's this week in Not Mac News, I'm Chris Siebel.
1: Actually, let's hear from our sponsors a little later in the show.
0: Okay, you want to get to the real news now? Let's get to the
1: real news from MacMinute.com. The big thing for me, anyways, and probably for you, too, because we're podcasting at the moment, is uh, podcast support coming to iTunes. Apple CEO Steve Jobs told attendees at D3, All Things Digital Conference, yesterday, yesterday being the 22nd of May, that the next version of iTunes will support podcasts reports
0: Market Watch. Before his speech, Job also met with Adam Curry, the former MTV desk jockey, who has tirelessly promoted creation of radio-like programs for download. Later, in his own podcast, Curry reported that he was able to provide a lot of input, and he told Jobs the iPod hardware should also record. He said, I can guarantee you this is going to happen, Curry said. The podcast-friendly version of iTunes is expected within 60 days.
1: So that's pretty cool. Um, Very soon, people will be able to subscribe to our podcast and have it downloaded into iTunes and, of course, sync right with their iPod if they want, right within iTunes. So that's that's pretty cool. That's really cool. It may change a lot of things for Chad and I in the MyMac podcast. I don't know yet. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to post our podcast inside iTunes, if that's going to be a feature, mm-hmm. which I would love to be able to do. Yeah. It would obviously be a free download unless... Mm-hmm. I, I did read the comments that Steve Jobs made that people will be able to sell their podcasts eventually through the iTunes Music Store. Well, mm-hmm. we do a free show, so how would we do that? Yeah. And I was talking to a few people, and one of them, uh, David Avery, actually suggested doing the Oprah Winfrey type of thing, where you have the free podcast, but if you want to get an extra half hour, then you have to pay
0: ninety nine cent for it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that idea. I thought, well, yeah, that might be that might be worthwhile. Yeah, that also includes our latest from the Mac Podcast Book Club. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the next story up is Apple considers using Intel chips. Yes, this is a story that appeared in the Wall Street Journal, and basically it reports that Apple is concerned using Intel chips rather than the IBM, who is its usual supplier for the, power, for the PPC chips. Uh, notes Market Watch: two industry executives with knowledge of recent discussions between the companies said Apple will agree to use Intel chips, the report said. Now neither company will confirm or deny any change in their relationship.
1: It's unclear what the impact will be on IBM's um, its long-term supplier. The report said, and and I think there's a lot more to the story um, because Wall Street, honestly, I was I was kind of looking at the stock later on that day. Mm-hmm. Wall Street really, really seemed to give it a lot of credence to this rumor. Uh, tech trading was up that day. Mm -hmm. Apple's share, I think, jumped $3 that day. I'd have to go back and look at my notes. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a, I I don't buy any stock or anything like that. But um, I thought, you know, over just a simple rumor like that. this isn't even a new rumor. Mm -hmm. This is stuff that's been floating around for years and years. So Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: We'll see. Yeah. Yep, that's going to be one of the rumors we're going to talk about in the rate the rumor section, so we're not going to get into too much detail no, on that. we'll talk about that later. But uh, next story we've got is Mac versus PC5, Power du- Power Mac G5 dual 2.7 gigahertz. Digital Video Editing Today has posted an in-depth review of Apple's latest Power Mac G5,
1: the dual 2.7 gigahertz. Could you imagine 2.7 gigahertz? <laughs> Specific details of the review are too numerous to list here, says Mac Minute. But the article conclu- concludes sure our benchmark suite is not the end all of computer benchmarking, but it will show after effect users who might be agonizing over which computer to buy, which one will be slightly faster. And it wraps up basically uh the review awarded the new Power Mac nine point five out of ten stars. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Oh, oh no, it's not two point
0: five. Come to come to Papa. And our final big news of this week is Apple updates Pages and Keynote. Today Apple released updates to both applications that make its iWork bundle, Keynote, its popular presentation software, and iPage's new word processor document publisher. According to the release notes Keynote 2.02 addresses corrects addresses a security issue and Pages 1.0.2 0.2 addresses issues with page navigation and organization.
1: Yeah, you can get both those updates via the macOS software update utility, which I click on probably once every, I don't know, three or four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Click, click, click. Okay, Chad, uh, we're going to do a quick uh, break here for our sponsor, which of course is... Small Dog Electronics. We really do appreciate all the support Small Dog gives us. And when we come back, we're going to, uh, we'll play a promo for another podcast, we'll We'll get one of those in, too. Mm -hmm. And then I want to go into our focus segment, which is Rate the Rumors. And we're going to look at five or six rumors, and we'll see where they stand.
0: Okay. Is there a dinosaur in your life?
2: A big, slow computer that eats up space? Remember what happened to the dinosaurs? They all got sick with viruses and worms. Dump the dinosaur and get a Mac. The Mac Mini is fast, nimble, no bigger than a lunchbox, and you can go wireless without a phone jack in sight. Macs aren't immune from viruses, but they are much less likely to catch them. Find out why at Small Dog Electronics, in Waitsfield and on the web at smalldog.com. Firehouse Radio. We're
0: not your mother. Hey, this is Jim Getz at Firehouse Radio. If you like excitement, then you have to check out the Firehouse Radio Show. Action, talk, music, and more is what you'll hear on our weekly podcast,
1: found exclusively on Firehouse.fm. Hey, we're firefighters doing radio right. Tell them, Chef.
2: What's the matter, children? It's Firehouse Radio.
1: Firehouse Radio sounds like a pretty cool podcast. I haven't actually listened to it, um... But, you know, I'll play the promo. Yep. If you have a podcast of your own out there and you want to get your podcast promo heard here on our podcast, how do they contact us, Chad?
0: They send it to us at mymacpodcast my Mac at gmail.com. Did you
1: have, like, a brain fart there for Yes, I did. I could talk because there's a panic in his eyes. <laughs> oh, crap, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Who am I? What's the meaning of life? Uh, let's get into our... Uh, our, uh, uh, what, do you, what do we call this? Our our focus segment. Focus. See, I can't focus. No. How are we going to do the focus segment if
0: I can't focus on what nah, we're doing? It's too nice outside.
1: Yeah, I tell you. Uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, our focus segment today is Rate the Rumors. So I'm going to tell you what the rumor is chad and we'll talk about each one not in depth because you know we've only got we've got less than 15 minutes to finish the show so yep. obviously we can't do that uh the rate the rumors rumor number one apple switching over to intel i think we already touched on this a little bit well we read the news from MacMinute.com, yeah. but we didn't actually talk about it no what do you think you know what i I just don't see it happening, at least not
0: with Macintosh computers. Do you think this is a pressure move by Apple's part to try to lay a little fire under IBM's book? you No, know, the thing is, I don't think Apple would
1: ever say never. Right. I don't think that, number one, I don't think you'll ever see a Pentium in a Macintosh. And a lot of people keep saying, oh, Apple is looking at switching over to the Pentium. Well, you know what? The Pentium is not the only chip Intel makes. Mm -hmm. And I'm quite sure that if Apple went to Intel and said, we're not happy with IBM, the cell processor really isn't on our roadmap, Mm -hmm. Um, we're not happy with Motorola, what can you guys do for us? A custom chip for the Macintosh. I'm quite sure Intel would be interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. A, A brand new chip that you wouldn't find in PCs, only in the Macintosh in that kind of a situation, I can absolutely see that happening. Mm-hmm. You know, either AMD would be another candidate in that case, not just Intel. Yeah. You know, what about National Semiconductor? They're still out there producing chips. Mm-hmm. So, um one being the least likely, 10 being it's almost a sure thing. I don't know. I th- this is a really a tough rumor because mm-hmm. I can see so many viable business reasons to do it and not to do it. But honestly, I would have to say this is probably about a four, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Well, uh, it's it's I, it, there's just so many things. To yeah, consider. you can't you can't exactly go hyper tripe on it because there's some truth to it. I mean, obviously, on, on the issue of are they talking to each other? Yeah, that's a ten. Yeah, I've always been sure doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Apple's
1: it, too big of a company not to talk to another big company like Intel. Are
0: Are you gonna see an Intel chip in an actual Macintosh computer? Three, maybe, maybe
1: not. Four. In, well, here's the thing: maybe not as the main processor, but there's a lot of other chips inside the Macintosh that Intel could provide Apple Truth. with. So, in in that situation, I would say that's probably a ten. Eventually, yeah. you will see some Intel-made chips mm-hmm. if there's not already. I'd have to crack open a G5 to see if there's any Intel chips. I mm-hmm. don't know, but yeah, you'll eventually see some Intel chips inside of Apple. I'm not saying the main processor,
0: but I'm not saying. Yeah you won't see the main processor either. Or could it be an, a new Apple device that we don't know about yet? Yep. That could be too.
1: Rumor number two, the Mac
0: tablet. You know, the,
1: this rumor comes around probably for over the last five years.
0: hmm
1: And uh, I think it was this, it might have been this month, it might have been last month, I don't know. Uh, a few sites picked up the fact that Apple has a patent on a tablet type of Macintosh computer. Yeah. Um, Apple has a lot of patents. And for every 10 patents that they have, they probably only produce one or two actual products. Yeah. Um, the rumors are also flying that somebody, it's always somebody, I know somebody who knows somebody. Mm-hmm. It's not I. Mm-hmm. You never read the rumor that says, I actually mm-hmm. had a prototype. You never see it. It's always someone emailed us that actually knew someone who... Turtleneck says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't see the appeal of a tablet computer. I really don't. Why do I want to carry this large, and it has to be somewhat large, because if it's too small, you're not going to be able mm. to read the display. And if it's too small, then it's not a tablet, it's a PDA. Right. So why would I want to carry basically a flat panel monitor around with me? What? Why would I want to do that? If I'm going to do that,
0: why not just have a laptop at that point? Well, I mean, if you want to look cool at the next Trekkie convention, you've got your your Starfleet costume on. Then it'd be a pretty. The Mac thing to tablet have with would you. be perfect, right. absolutely. So, <laughs> and a lot of people are actually
1: trying to put the Apple and Intel rumor in with the Mac tablet rumor somehow. it's going to be the Intel chips powering the Mac tablet, which is just retarded. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. What do you think? One, one through ten. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to go with a four on that one, just because i I don't see, I, I don't see a market for that type of a, of a PC to begin with, and you know. By the same token, though, if if four years ago I would have said,
1: you know, here's a little handheld that's going to be forty gigabytes to put your music on, and it's going to cost you four hundred dollars, you'd probably think,
0: yeah, right, yeah.
1: But now <laughs> it's called the iPod, and it's you know huge,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so. Personally, I, I would have to say this is probably a 2. Yeah. I, I just don't see Apple entering this market. And it was, it's not like Apple would be the first company to ever release a tablet computer mm-hmm. either. And everyone that's ever come out has been a colossal failure. They just have not sold.
0: They suck. Yeah, there's there's a lot of human interface stuff you got to work with on a tablet. One yeah, which handwriting is like, and... Yeah, and the fact of the matter is most people prefer keyboards because you can still use a keyboard faster than you can write by hand. Absolutely. Um,
1: let's see rumor number three the Apple cell phone service Apple getting into not just selling cell phones but being a cell provider
0: I don't I know. can't buy into that I, I, I just I, I think that market saturated myself I, not only is it saturated uh, a lot of
1: honestly the, the cell phone carriers out there uh, the cell phone providers I should mm-hmm. say almost give these phones away in some cases they do give these phones mm-hmm. away so, I, I don't see it ever happening. Mm-hmm. You know, could Apple buy a cell phone provider like Nextel? Probably not. Why would you want that headache? It's such yeah. a volatile industry. Yep. Um, I, and I just don't see... Apple doesn't do anything at a loss. Mm-hmm. Such as Microsoft sells a game system, the Xbox, and they sell it yeah. at a loss. They actually lose money every time someone buys the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And they recoup their money off licensing, licensing the games. Yeah. I just don't see Apple ever going into a business where there's potential to sacrifice profits from one area and hope to get it in another. Yeah. And I, I just don't see them getting into the cell phone. So I'm going to give this one, this one, a one. I'm with you on that. I think it's a one myself. Um, the Mac PDA. At one time, that was called the Newton. Yep. I don't know. I. I, I personally, I would like to see a mm-hmm. a an Apple Newton type of mm-hmm. new product, but here's the thing: I'm already carrying my iPod, mm-hmm. I'm already carrying my cell phone, mm-hmm. and a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I don't need another yet another device to carry around in my pockets.
0: Yeah, right now I still have my Palm Five, and you know what? It works fine for me. I yeah. still got the monochrome screen. I really haven't updated the OS on this thing for probably about two or three years. This is basically contacts and reminders and stuff? Exactly. Yeah. I don't need it for anything else. and so Unless they can come up with something revolutionary like an iPod for PDAs, something that successful that's, that's really revolutionary, I just don't see that happening. And I
1: don't see a, a huge revolution happening in the PDA market. If no. anybody could do that, it would be Apple. Right. I just don't think that... I think convergence is going to kill the PDAs. I think you're going to be able to do uh eventually iPod your PDA and your cell phone is all going to be one device. Yeah. It's going to be the tablet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out my cell phone here is this big sheet of glass. Yeah. Um
0: so I I would say Mac PDA 3. Yeah, I'm going to go with a 3 on that. I just right now you see companies like Handspring and Palm who are struggling right now. I I don't see why Mac would go into a or why Apple would go into a market that's currently struggling right now so yeah itunes movie service that to me is probably a nine
1: i would say probably a nine as well it's going to happen eventually i don't know if it if that means you're going to be able to to download first run movies Mm -hmm. instead of going to the theater i'm going to download Mm -hmm. it on my mac i don't really see that happening but a video rental type Mm -hmm. of netflix sending dvds to your house is going to be a thing of the past yep. you fire up itunes say i want to watch the aviator mm-hmm. and come back in 10 minutes and you're going to have it in high definition and you'll also be able to send it to your tv mm-hmm. and it and it
0: will be a viable file that you could watch for say a week mm-hmm.
1: and then it will delete itself
0: how or about expire. how about tagging a drm on it, just like do with the <clears throat> itunes and burn it to dvd for yourself you could do that as well um, of course you'd have to pay say you know 10 or 15 bucks for the movie instead of Running it for however however much they want to rent it for, but yep.
1: But you know, with it coming through your your high speed internet connection, you take the the entire distribution channel out of buying DVDs, yep. and you wouldn't even have to pay ten to fifteen dollars. You can pay like seven fifty for a whole movie. You have to provide the blank media. You know, you're right. downloading it to your computer. All they're doing is transmitting it to you.
0: Right. So, which has the same sell appeal as uh, buying an album off iTunes. I mean, there's some music I like that I can find on iTunes. I can buy the album for 10 bucks. If I try to find it in the record store, you know, I'm paying 13 to 17 depending on what it is. So. Hopefully all the songs are worth it. Yeah.
1: So we're both giving that, would you say, a 9? Oh, yeah, definitely yeah, a 9. Yeah, that's a 9. And uh, last but not least, at least for um, today's show, the video iPod. You know, an iPod with a... let's Let's... Crank it up and give it a 16 by 9 Racial screen like the PSP That can play videos mm-hmm. um, I don't see it happening Maybe a year ago I could have possibly seen it But now mm-hmm. that the PSP is out yeah. And the movie industry Is actually supporting Those UMD U-DM, I forget what the acronym now is I think mm-hmm. it's UMD mm-hmm. Universal Movie Disc Whatever yeah. it's called The little tiny CDs Yep that will play movies on a mm-hmm. handheld
0: device. Number one, I don't want to watch a movie on something that small. And I think Steve Jobs actually said the same thing about that when they, he was confronted with the uh, video iPod thing. He said, who's going to want to watch a movie on a two-inch screen? No, I, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind taking a an iPod
1: that can play videos and hooking mm-hmm. it up to my parents' TV to show them a QuickTime movie or an yeah. iMovie project that I worked on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I, I just don't see it. I, I I don't know. I just don't see it. No. Um, if anybody could do it and make it something that I would want to buy, Apple's probably the only. And you know the thing is though, a lot of other companies have already made these type of devices. Mm-hmm. There's personal little movie players out there sure. already, and I don't see them burning up the market. No. I don't see them at Best Buy when I go to Best Buy right now. Mm-hmm. I see a hundred different colors of iPod and iPod accessories, mm-hmm. but. I don't see anything for these portable well, movie things. Other, the
0: other thing is, is what, what's the real market for these portable movie things? Because the only time I ever see these things around is when, you know, a, a, a parents who have a lot of kids or just two or three kids who are going to do a lot of traveling or want to keep the kids entertained while they're doing something else, buy them one of these little four-inch screen. Well, they're already there deep, though, deep and you, you got, put it right in the back of your chair, and it costs one hundred
1: fifty bucks. Yeah. So who's going to spend five hundred dollars for the video iPod? Right. So I would give it
0: a two. I would have to agree with you on that one.
1: That's our show. Um, this was has been the com podcast number... What is it? 27? 27. 27 of these shows it's, we've got in the bag now. If you want to contact us, send us email, either as an MP3 file or as a regular email to...
0: My <laughs> my Mac Podcast at Gmail dot
1: com. That's mymacpodcast at gmail dot com. You can reach me personally at Tim at
0: mymac dot com. Or you can talk to me at Chad Perry at MyMac.com dot com.
1: Uh it's been a good show. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, last, tim. last time we were together we went and saw Star Wars episode three. Yep,
0: yeah, which we haven't got a chance to get into details on, but Yeah, maybe some other podcast. Sure. It's you know,
1: it's just a movie. Yeah. And everybody and their brother has seen it by now. Who cares what we think about it? Yeah. We liked
0: it. And now, through the magic of audio editing, we bring you Adam Curry. Actually, we, we bring you the the
1: annoying Adam Curry sound mix. Here it is. <laughs> Love that. <laughs>
2: love that